Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pause and Read Book Club. We hope you had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, we're probably gonna upload this before the New Year, so we hope you have a, a swell New Year's as well. And today we're going to be talking about Swan Song by Robert McCann. McCammon. He's got a confusing name, but he's dead, so it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. And then the book it said he's living well in Tampa, Florida, but that was in 2002. So it's been oh, 20 years. Damn. And he wrote this book in the 80s. So. Damn. We don't know. We'll, we'll DM him later. <laughs> but um, my name is Tyler. I'm one of your hosts. This is Drake. So, yeah, a brief little intro on Swan Song for y'all. I wrote it myself. We don't have the book this time. Um, yeah. So we read it on the floor of Barnes and Nobles and put it back on the shelf. Like everyone else. Swan Song by Robert McCammon is a story about a post-apocalyptic world after a nuclear war between America and Russia. We follow multiple survivors of the blast from different backgrounds who try to find meaning in life after this disaster. Some work towards hope and community, whereas others try to form their own corrupt version of a new world. Yeah, so you know, the thing that I want to say first, this doesn't take away from the story, but you've seen stuff like this so many times, like a post-apocalyptic world in this day and age, and you know, it's been done so many times, and I don't know if you could argue that Robert did it if he was one of the first. I don't, we just generally don't know enough about this genre in that time Yeah, period, but I mean, it's definitely... <clears throat> It's been 40 years, so he's definitely got a leg up on a lot of people. Yeah, he, he definitely, he definitely had to be one of the first that did this type of story. I know The Stand gets compared to a lot with this, just different types. You know, The Stand was like a viral disease, and this was nuclear warfare. And also the one, the one I sent you recently, <coughs> The Road, written around the same time, similar type of story. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, is it short, though? I thought it was short. It, yeah, it's only like 350 pages. Ah, I can't do it justice. There's no way you can do it. I mean, with the story. I think it's a much more tight story than yeah. this one was. But yeah, so anyway, regardless, if it has, I think this has aged so well. It did not feel dated at all, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, we'll move into our general thoughts. One thing I do want to say is, um, you know, I, the most important thing to notice is that like this story isn't a huge focus on like the action or like battles that happen after a nuclear war. It doesn't like just break into like, okay, this happened and it's just all out war. It's, I think it's like, it's just a slice of life. Yeah, it it's is. just weird. It's kind of weird and it doesn't really make sense, but I think it, it is a slice of life. It's yeah. just. It is so like small of a story for the vast majority, like even at its largest points. You never get more than like what we would consider like very small towns, if the like in a non-apocalyptic sense, worth of people. Like, it and generally for ninety-nine percent of the story, it's focused around small groups of like two to five people and just like going about their life. It's really just like like you said, a slice of life in an apo apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, and uh, another thing. Yeah, another big big factor is um it's like very true to life um you know we'll get into that too with the characters themselves but like you'll notice throughout the story characters will come and go mm -hmm. and it's like so natural yeah you know like it's not like yeah they all one, have, they're not forced to be together or they all have like their that. own paths and desires if like, they wanted to go somewhere they go their family you know whatever happened yeah like um <clears throat> They have some characters that are there in the beginning of the book that just, when it's time, like, when there would be a natural time to part, like, oh, we want to do this, well, I still have my goals, it's like, okay, we're just going to split up, then yeah. good luck to you, I hope you find your way. Yeah, but uh, we definitely, uh, so, we follow a few main characters, I don't know quite how many, it, they bounce through well, I think you could narrow down to three. So, it... This, it's no spoiler with, I mean... We're just going to name the characters. Yeah, it's, so it's like sister... Uh, well, let's start with that. Yeah, it's like... Sister? Sister. Who starts off... We'll just say where they start off. Yeah. Sister who starts off in New York. Yeah, and then... Um, um, Roland Kroninger, is that how you say it? Yeah. Who starts off in Idaho. And then Swan, who is... I would say is the main... Like, of the main character, she's yeah. the main one. It's hard to say... 
It's in Kansas. She starts off. Yeah, and hard to say the main character because there are multiple. It, you never felt like a second like, you never felt for a second like that it wasn't, that it was focused just on one person. Yeah. There's like an overarching, of course, but everyone felt so fleshed out. And after that, Josh. Josh is with Swan. Yeah. I don't know if we want to go into all the side characters. Yeah, we're not going to go. Those, those are the main ones. Basically, it just starts with a bunch of different characters, and you're following that there's general actually, path. As a teaser, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a fourth storyline. Who? I can't tell you. You don't know it. You read the book, right? What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that's not... There is, like... If you've read The Stand, I haven't, but I've read so. I mean, I've seen so many comparisons. It follows that same thing where there, there is, it's not a spoiler, I mean, there's an overarching evil. That's kind of the premise mm -hmm. of it. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, story itself, the concept. We already kind of touched the overall... on it. Yeah, let's do like the overall concept of the story. We already talked about it a little bit, but yeah. how do you feel about post-apocalyptic stories to begin with? It's weird, because like normally I would say there needs to be some sort of theme or enemy on a like like zombies a zombie post-apocalyptic where this one's a nuclear post-apocalyptic but the nuclear bombs are only a threat initially once they explode you I mean you have the lingering radiation and the effects of the climate but they're not like an ongoing enemy they're not worried about more nukes dropping you know so it's really just the world itself becomes the main antagonist how we survive when there's no crops there's no food the people are all dying and ravaged and as willing to attack you as they are to help you um i thought it was gonna be a lot more generic than i found it to be i thought i would get a little bored with a, a nuclear wasteland because there's just not that much to do but i think focusing on the characters was definitely the correct way to go and it really brings a lot of life into the story because you're no longer you know depending on the world and the world building now you have characters that are like genuinely amazingly written characters that you're focused on and it kind of allows you to just use the background how it's supposed to be it's just yes they live in a nuclear wasteland we don't need to focus on that every two seconds let's focus on their their interactions and their relationships and how they develop throughout the story yeah i think that's yeah, it goes right back into the slice of life. It's not like the war is continuing. It has nothing to do after the fact with the nuclear yeah. war. And we don't even, we don't ever find out why the... Yeah. We just know, know, I mean, we know in the 70s, the Red Scare, the uh, Cold War, and in this scenario, the Cold War becomes a real war and yeah. bombs are dropped. But we don't know, like... You kind of throw who, into it. it. Even in the story, they say, we don't know who fired first. We just, we just know once one side found out the other... Was dropping nukes both sides decided well we're just gonna unload our all our arsenals yeah exactly uh yeah i mean i kind of feel the same way uh i think it was done in a really nice way a really interesting way but i also found like you know the thing i note the most um this is about the book in general but i felt like it didn't feel like 900 pages even though it was only a slice of life like there wasn't like like i said multiple times there wasn't like battles or like something happening every single time but i was okay with it i could yeah. fly through it without really caring it's just all about the story and uh yeah of course the main driving is a very character driven so the characters themselves i don't i don't think it was about character depth in my opinion i don't think they were supposed to develop in that way like you know we always talk about um you know oh the characters didn't like progress and they they developed i don't think it was really about that because no one really changed like, i completely disagree really i don't think they like grew. i think every single character in the story <laughs> had an arc not always a good arc like they didn't always change for the better but no one is the same as they were at the beginning of the story as they are at the end either they were <laughs> evil at the beginning or whatever and they changed to more of a good side or they were ignorant and now they know the world they live in i think i feel like everyone had a change except for like you know obviously side characters not gonna have as much mm -hmm. growth and then one specific character does not change at all but that's the point of him yeah i feel like it wasn't a gradual change that's i think that's what i more mean because like obviously in the beginning they were a certain type of way and then it switched mm -hmm. and then it kind of kept on that path i don't think anyone really deviated um but yeah either way 
besides the main one, of course, I think, you know, I, the characters themselves, like, what's a good, I mean, Sister, Sister was a big one, where it was just like, a, like after it happened, it was just like, you know, I don't want to go too in-depth, but yeah, that was a big shift. And it, it really, like, people, seems like they're just kind of, like, going through the motions and not really being an individual. And then once this tragedy happens, they kind of, like, snap back to themselves and it's like who they are at their core and like who they were before the bombs drop basically doesn't even exist anymore and it's just like their <laughs> raw potential and spirit is what shines through afterwards because like yeah. you don't have time for like niceties or to be complacent if you do that you're just gonna die yeah. it's like we just have to be honest and upfront and be as real as we can and that's just what we're gonna be moving forward i think uh actually a big thing I did of course like the characters but I think the more important thing is the interactions this is a huge like interaction relationship book like, of course it was important each one each individual character in their struggle but how they interacted with the world and the other characters it was yeah. just so in depth I felt like and it gave it so much life and like I mean and you know of course there's a lot of loss too um, you know I don't know if I was really surprised by most loss it kind of made, I was expecting a lot more people to die. Yeah, but I don't. Didn't. But I do feel like no one lingered too long. Like yeah. no one had yeah. a lot of plot armor. I mean, obviously your main characters are gonna make it deeper into the story than everyone else. But I don't feel like any character in particular was like ah, uh, he's just around for plot or whatever. You know, it feels like if, if there's a real chance for someone to die or become main, that that's probably gonna happen in the story. Yeah. So yeah, overall characters were great. Um writing in general, great writer. Can't really say anything. I mean Yeah, definitely like I don't think the pros are crazy. You know, it was very simple writing. Like not to say not in a bad way, I'm just saying it's yeah. not like there's no there's no poetry, there's no Yeah, he didn't go in depth. He no crazy whimsical detail. But. I think it was really interesting the way he gave the atmosphere so much life. Where he was like, Oh, it turned red, it turned purple, there were Red oh, yeah. tornadoes. That was really interesting. He didn't have to. I mean, he talked about the sky a lot. Yeah, and it has the sky is like basically a main character. Yeah, like, like, I mean, he really gave it, it. It really like I didn't even think about using that because they have these low radiation clouds that kind of cover all the landscape. And he talks about how you can tell how far people away by where the light bounces <clears> off of the clouds. Yeah, and stuff like that. And that was a really nice detail. And then yeah, the environment really comes to life. You really feel like you're in a desolate hellscape where just yeah everything is dead and brown and rotten and a big thing too is how much he gives like once again the atmosphere um there's one scene um where you could assume um this travesty happened uh nuclear radiation everything and it doesn't just affect people the mm -hmm. animals are oh, yeah. for some reason coming down they have no other you know game to hunt so they start hunting humans and they become more ravenous and they undergo all those other changes it just gave like a new look about yeah, like it, it doesn't you, just affect it humans. gives you something like an active threat in the environment besides just like starving to death or yeah, dying from exposure it's like you actually have to worry about these animals yeah. hunting you down and they want to survive you know they want to survive too like it infected everything it's yeah. not just the humans the animals are starving too um i think that was a, a great way but yeah overall simple not in a bad way in a good way it wasn't overly complicated. It didn't need to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I it definitely like. If you want to move into pacing. Yeah. I think this is one of the best pace books we've read. If not the best, I. At no point was I like, oh, I gotta get through this chapter, or like, I do not care what these characters are up to right now. I just want to get back to Swan. I just want to get back to, to, uh, Ronan. It's like, Roland. What is Roland. It? Roland. Uh, I was like, I was invested in every single plot line, and it never felt like it was dragging. I mean, maybe every now and then there was a chapter where I didn't really care. Like, I texted you, and I started going over, like, tarot cards and stuff. I didn't oh, really yeah. care. But That's so small, though. But it, it was literally one chapter, and it's done, and it, it switches between POVs so Seamless smoothly. Like, the, all the stopping points are really good, because it'll get to something exciting. And it doesn't ever cut it off where it feels like it's just teasing you. It's like it gets through what it needs to go through, 
it kind of leads up to something else about to happen then it switches POVs and you are instantly brought back into what those characters are doing and you never feel lost it's like oh yeah right they're here yeah we're going now uh yeah I definitely agree that the pace was near perfect there are a, a couple parts of course where I really wanted like you know um reminds me of Priory a little bit where mm -hmm. I really I really loved Roland and uh and Colonel Macklin's uh, yeah. story, and they weren't given a lot of uh, time towards the middle, if you noticed. Yeah. Like, we spent a long time away, and I was like, I really wanted to see. Um, so, But that's just a personal thing. Also, I loved how, with the pacing, I was kind of getting annoyed where, like, I wanted, of course, the characters to meet up. Mm -hmm. um, and he didn't make it too long. Like, he didn't keep adding barriers, like, yeah. oh, and then they did this, yeah, and they once, couldn't find it. They, once you know the characters, are, yeah. there's a certain point in the book where you know, okay, they're all heading towards the same spot. And it's like, and there's, you know, there's a little bit of um, turmoil trying to get there, because you're not being through a wasteland, but it's yeah. never like, it's never like, oh, they saw someone in the distance, and they, they had to pursue. And then it's like, yeah. oh, the wolves came out. It's like, no, it's like. I'm glad he let it happen. And it happened so seamlessly, where I feel like these characters were meant to meet each other. They're, they just interact perfectly. Like, even though all these characters are so different, by the time they meet, they feel like they belong together, and they feel like they really work as a larger group. Like, when the two two of the three main groups finally meet up it's like oh yeah this would work this yeah. is a like a survivor group that would i could see happening yeah he did a great job i mean overall i have nothing to say about anything to do with the the story uh the characters the pacing the prose um yeah i mean you want to go over plot not like specific details but like you mean like the vague driving force of do you, no do you feel like it was a satisfying book. Like, do you like where, do you like where? Yeah, it I, I do. Uh, my only gripe about the whole book, in terms of like the plot, is I feel like it got a little not anticlimactic towards the end, but I felt like it just like kind of got really got a little muddy. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Of course, it was still great. I just felt like it kind of just leveled out to like a big meh. You know, it yeah. made sense. But I was like, yeah, I, I, I would know. agree with you there. The end, like the last hundred pages, I felt. Yeah, that's exactly. What I would not say rushed because it's almost a thousand page book. But yeah. it's like thrown together. I don't feel like these characters would do this right now. Like I don't yeah. think the bad guys and the good guys would be this close without conflict happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of spun into a, a little weird thing, but I didn't care because it was such a great journey. Yeah, the journey is an important thing here. I don't think the ending mattered. Um, it was a, it made sense for the ending. The um, only thing, the only problem I had which was like, <coughs> overarching problem was I just don't think that this is how people would behave. <laughs> really? I don't think like as far as like Swan's group and uh, Sisters group, I think that's probably normal. They talk about how they have like a, a red cross set up to help people that they find at one point in the story, and um, Swan and them find a lot of loners just trying to get by on their own. Mm -hmm. I really don't think you'd be able to militarize uh, survivors in an apocalyptic, like maybe on a small scale, but I think generally people would be more inclined to stick together and build communities rather than, like attacking each other would happen, of course, when it gets down to like dwindling resources, but I think people are just, there aren't that many evil people you know yeah. i think even if you have a person that's trying to persuade everyone into becoming this threatening force i think people would just see how much like more pleasant of a life they could have if they could just work together and survive together instead of always being at each other's throats i really think they would just get tired of fighting i don't think they would keep doing it they would be like we're we're all dying and starving. I don't want to fight every day. Yeah. I just want to sleep. I, I do understand <laughs> that point, but I think they kind of argued against it with, y y as y'all will see, you know, um, they go through a lot of trauma in the beginning that paves way for the chaotic nature of everything. 
I think that's a great like factor. Yeah. You know, like when someone's truly broken mm -hmm. and they have to go through that and then it just kind of snowballs. But I can understand that too. I do no, I do think he sells it in a convincing way. I don't think it's like glaringly yeah. a, a problem. I just in my heart I was like, I don't think this would happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair fair enough. Mm -hmm. But I also think like you know, the weird thing is like the fantasy aspect too, which I, don't, I didn't expect, actually. I was expecting more fantasy from the way you described it, of, like, humans evolving to yes, change. I was like, same. I was like, where are they going to, like, grow wings or I something? I know. I thought that Zach... I was so confused what was going to happen, uh, but we're not going to spoil it for y'all. Yeah. But what he did was brilliant. Yeah. It's such a fun and interesting way. I did not expect that at all. I know they were teasing it in the beginning, mm -hmm. foreshadowing, but I was like, but what are they talking about? But, like, I could... I don't think anyone could have predicted yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's do our little fun one, uh, overall enjoyment and bingeability. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's what we were forgetting. Yeah. yeah. Ten. <laughs> I think it was extremely bingeable. Yeah. Very I, enjoyable. I love this story. Even in a story where... It's been done. You got, you got dogs dying. You got babies being beaten to death. I was oh. like, I am so happy to be reading this right now. I was, I was thrilled. I was... I was a fan of everything going on. I think, you know, it's a brutal, unyielding wasteland where, like, real shit is going down and people are going to die in horrible and gruesome ways and nothing's going to be fair. Good characters are going to die. Um, evil characters are going to prevail sometimes. And I, like loved how real the story felt i think yeah i think enjoyment is also a 10 for me it was yeah as close to perfection as you can get for a story being so well paced and characters being so well written they just come together and mesh perfectly and it just works yeah it's truly readable i mean it's just so easily uh to digest and i will say again you know I don't know if most people, I, I've heard so many things about this book saying it's disgusting and it, it, it's hard to read sometimes. I don't think it's that bad. There was a few parts that I was like, maybe we're just gross humans. And we always, uh, you know, maybe I'm used to it I mean, with what I already have watched, but it wasn't truly like, oh my God, that was terrible. There was one scene, we're not going to say it because it is pretty gripping, as you just kind of mentioned, um, right when you get into the... A new community. Yeah, that was the first one. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, but <laughs> I not they don't that. shy away from much. Like, yeah, yeah. It, there's it, only one pullback when there's a great. Scene I will, and it's like, okay, we didn't go that far. He stopped it. I <laughs> will like, say, yeah. it flips all of a sudden, and it's so true to the change of pace in the story and the change of uh, POV. Like it all changes at once from like being like kind of gross to all of a sudden mm -hmm. like, holy god, they're really yeah. down in the dumps. Um, yeah, I think we did a good job. Yeah, cool. We gotta do our rating. Yeah, we gotta go to our our ratings. Before we read this, <clears throat> I want to state the scale. Okay. Again, I know we do it at the same time, but the rating scale five because I was talking to my brother about this. Let me say mine and see if you agree. Okay. I keep thinking about it, and I feel like Link off Good Mythical Morning. I don't know if you watch. Yeah. Of course I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like everyone watches, but like, I feel like I struggle. So, five. Editing Tyler here. These nerds talked about their ranking scale for over 10 minutes. So, let me break it down for you. A five is alright, a one is trash. A 10 is very good. I don't know why it took them so long to figure this out, but that's the scale. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled program. But yeah, we generally agree on the scale. I think uh, we're diff a bit different. I think you're a bit harsher with your ratings, which is fine, but I'm starting to learn more, as y'all see later. Oh, yeah. To kind of reassess everything. Um, but yeah. So that's our kind of the ranking system again. So moving well, in, an explanation of a one through ten scale. But, <laughs> yeah. Moving into my ranking for Swan Song. Rating. My rating. Moving <laughs> into my rating for Swan Song. I give Swan Song an eight point nine. Oh wow! 
Um, 8.9, that's high. Yeah. That's, that's definitely the highest you've given. Yes, and it's also a huge gap now as we move into our re re uh, ratings. <laughs> but I think, that's a spoil my rating, but I think it's a, a well-deserved gap. Well, let me, okay, so, a little spiel. <clears throat> I think it was amazing. Uh, I literally, and you know, the first, like, maybe, like, hundreds, 100 pages, like, 200 pages, like, okay, it was good. But then I tore through it like 400 pages and it was just so enjoyable and I honestly have no reason to give it any less. The only reason I don't give it higher is once again, like we said before, I don't think the post-apocalyptic style of story is personally something I love, mm -hmm. but I, it was done so well, I couldn't, I mean, couldn't give it any less, yeah. but it's not quite a nine where it just like blew my mind. It was just such a great story. And of course the ending kind of, no, it didn't let me down. But it just, if it would have tied it in in an insane way, I don't know how. I can't even give any yeah, uh, yeah. opinions on it. But Stay tuned to the spoiler section if you want to uh, yeah. talk about the ending. But yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I, I was thinking about an 8.5 to 9 the whole time. And I kind of decided on on that. Okay. <laughs> so go back six. to our Christmas video. <laughs> Couldn't agree more, Drake. <laughs> I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, okay, to start off, when we, when we talk about reading this book, I was like, oh, Drake wants to read this fucking post-apocalyptic superhero book. I don't know. I guess we'll read it. I don't really care. <laughs> and then I started reading, and I was like, oh, wait, no, it's a really good book. And it just kept getting better and better and better and better. It never, like, um, like we had this issue with Priory. It's a long book. But it doesn't deserve to be long. Yeah. It can be written in 500 pages. It didn't need all that fluff. This had no fluff. It Every element in the story was important. And it all built up to a final climactic ending. Where the ending, we, we said, is a little muddled. And that's why it's not a 10 out of 10. But, I mean, it's not a bad ending. I wasn't, like, mad at the end of the I was okay. It was yeah. okay with it. And it was great. It's just all about the journey. The journey yeah. was done so well. It's not the destination. Yeah. It's the journey. Yeah. This had to be the best, it's up there with The Hobbit for like best journeys in a story. Like just a, a gang of people trying to get somewhere. It was done so well. The only thing different is that there is no final destination. There's no, they have nowhere in mind. They're just trying to live and they're like, we go to this community. Ah, oh, it sucks here. They're out of food. We got to move. And it's like, okay, we're now back on the road. Yeah. But yeah, a nine out of 10, it is damn near perfect if you're like a big apocalyptic or survival reader you might this might be your new favorite book yeah and it is a lot of people's favorite but i think that you made a good note which i forgot to mention is like um the only thing i was confused about is where it would go yeah because like right up to the end you don't know what yeah, is gonna at end. one point it takes them like six weeks to get out of a certain state and they're like we're going to Mexico. It's like, this book's going to take 40 years. Yeah. yeah. But then, uh, it ends up changing course. But yeah, until you know, it's not until like the last third of the book where you know, where you're introduced to, it's like, we need to go here. Yeah. And what might happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's our, that's our, that's our ratings. All right. So that was the ending of our spoiler free section of Swan Song by Robert McCammon. Hey, Editing Tyler here once again. Just letting you guys know before we start the spoiler section, there are a lot of sensitive topics discussed in this portion of the review. So if you have any trauma with SA or uh, severely traumatic events in your life, you may click away from this one or uh, skip this part of the review if you're listening through the audio section. Just a warning, enjoy the review. Alright guys, uh, welcome to the spoiler section for uh, Swan Song by Robert McCammon. If you have not read the book yet, you're in the wrong video. Check out the spoiler free one. Yeah, we have another one. This one we're just going to rant, you know, kind of go through it more in depth. Mm -hmm. And if y'all care about our thoughts on like the nitty gritty of the story, um, then tune into this. Okay, we'll start with structure. The president. <laughs> So the beginning was weird. 
was yeah. jarring. Yeah. It was it was done well, of course. I, I didn't was like, it at all. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, damn. This world sucks before the apocalypse. <laughs> I was like, everyone, no one in the story is happy. Roland's mom is being a bitch about their vacation. <laughs> Sister's getting beat up by thugs on the street. It was crazy. I was like, maybe it's a good thing the world's about to end. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know it was going to be nukes. I didn't know how the world was about to end. You just know something is obviously from the first chapter with the President of the United States getting called in. <clears throat> like, do we attack? Do we not? Something's about to happen. We feel like this is going to be the moment where the world ends. Yeah, I think it... I didn't know either. I didn't know if it was nuclear. I didn't... Mm-hmm. You know, we had the kindergarten, so we didn't even know, like, <laughs> at all. It was, I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. I just knew it was apocalyptic. Um, yeah, I was kind of, like, thrown into it. And I, was, I was like, what is going on? Well, I have a, a little real-world bit of trivia for you. I don't know if this happened during the Cold War, <laughs> but in my mind, this was canon. There was a, I think it was on a Soviet submarine. Um, they got word that the United States had launched nuclear warheads at Russia, and they were like, you know, like first line defense nuclear submarine in the whatever ocean, probably the Pacific. And they were like, launch the nukes at the whoever was in charge of the submarine who controls the nukes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I think it's a false signal. I don't think they attacked us. I think we're getting a false signal right now. And of course, it was a false signal. The United States never launched nukes at Russia. And if he would have believed the signal, he would have started World War III right there. Wait, so this actually happened? Yeah, this actually happened. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. People were like pointing guns at him and threatening to kill him and stuff on the submarine. He was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not entering the launch codes. And he single-handedly stopped World War III. So it was like, in my headcanon, this nuclear war stopped him because that dude gave in. He launched the nukes. Without proper authorization. Oh, and I then, see. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They didn't say anything. They just that's why they yeah, they didn't know who yeah. did it first. Huh. So I don't I don't even know if that happened during the Cold War or if that was some point in the future. But I was just imagining the story. This yeah. dude fucked up. He launched a new I think they did a great job right off the bat, Robert, with um how much depth he gave the emotions of the president. Like he was yeah. so struggling. Yeah, he was obviously like, he was a wreck. <laughs> yeah, which obvious, and you know they just did a great job of, like setting up the world. Um, How low was his plane flying to get hit by a bus? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> did you know? This I was so confused. I was like, "What is happening?" He just got hit out of the sky. I knew it was gonna happen, of course, but yeah, I thought it was maybe just like a shockwave hit him. It was like a transit bus has entered the airspace. Well, they kept saying, you know, he kept saying like. They can't get this. We can't let them have it. Yeah. I don't know what if the vague one was talking about friend or the Scarlet Eye guy or if it was the Russians. Why, why do you keep saying like a vague, like we can't let them have the world? I was think, he talking no, about the I Russians? Think he, I think he was talking about like... I thought he like knew somehow, like an I, alien. No, I, th- I think he was like, we have to launch talons. Like we can't let the Russians live. Because they didn't even know if their missiles were successful in launching. Like the U.S. missiles, they just know they were getting hit. Yeah. So they were like, "Let's not let the Russians have it. Let's launch talents," which they were about to on the plane. But they were about to end the whole world yeah. right there. Yeah. They were about to, whatever, destroy the polar ice caps and whatever, knock yeah. the Earth off his axis. Yeah. But um, I think it'd be a good idea for us to go through each uh, group. Each group, like yeah. their their story. And they as a you know in total. So, sister. Starting with sister and sister Artie. Artie. Artie was a a big one. In Huge the dick. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Dude, that was so wild. That's like, I was like, why do you have to throw that in there? That was, was, was a little weird addition. Yeah. Oh, shit. We didn't talk about... We need to talk about the damn fucking uh, crown. Um, or the bracelet, whatever you want to call it. The glowing... Uh, yeah. Well, that, thing. Well, that's in... Sister's story. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge thing. That's a huge fantasy thing. It never... Um, I really liked how he never explained it. Yeah. It was like, it never was like, he cut back and it was like, the particles of nuclear waste form this piece of ice. And it's like, no, it's like, I always, just something uh, that happened. happened. It just always uh, appeared. I assumed, I don't know if it, you know, you could always hear, I don't know where I heard this from. Maybe it was, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there always has to be a balance. There can never be too much evil or too much good. And that's how I saw it. Kung Fu Panda, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, 
friend was in control of everything, I was like, he has to have an opposite to control him. So that's what I thought the whole time. Mm-hmm. It also could have just been, it fucking happened. He didn't really have an opposite. Though. I mean, Sorn is yeah, his, there has his to weakness, be but a duality of it. I think I feel like I found him a little disappointing. Now I don't, I don't want to go to I don't want to veer too far off track, but I do think he was much more menacing and scary at the beginning when like yeah, he would just vague. show up, and it's just like this is like this all powerful being. He like. He was just watching movies in this theater where there are nuclear explosions happening 20 feet away. That was interesting. I forgot that. And then, but then later he's like getting punched and it's like, ah, this doesn't feel like the yeah. president slaps him. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? He, he does get like weak. He gets I know he's comical. weaker because of Swarm. Yeah. But I do feel like him just being a menacing presence. And I don't think he should have any desires. <laughs> You know I mean, like, he shouldn't care what's going on. He just wants to spread chaos. Him being scared of Swan was kind of like... I found him getting comical. Yeah. It was like a weird... I don't know, but yeah, regardless, um, Friend is a big part of her sister's story. Yeah. So it makes sense. I thought uh, Paul was a good addition. Yeah, I liked him kind of replacing Artie. Yeah. As, like, more of a... A basic hunter man. Yeah, not like... Survive. Not even, like, a manly presence, but just, like, he's more fit to survive in the wasteland. Yeah. Artie must have died, like, two days later. He was... I forgot (laughs) about Artie completely. They never went back to his story. I don't know if he went back. He was just going to Detroit. Yeah. Which they said is nothing. They were like, Detroit is ashes. It's even worse than New York. He's like, I gotta go bring my wife... But yeah, no, so let's talk about the, you know, sisters snap back to reality, going from a mm-hmm. psycho to all of a sudden yeah. being normal. I really liked, it was very, I felt like very basic why she was insane. She killed her daughter. Yeah, but, basically, <clears throat> I mean, it's still like a traumatizing thing. Yeah, but, yeah, I love that literally as the fires of a nuclear warhead are headed towards her, she becomes sane. She's like, yeah. oh no. I'm not a saint waiting for judgment day. I don't want to die. And she yeah. runs away and happens to be saved by a hole in the subway tunnel. But Yeah, I think yeah. it's cool because you want to think that it doesn't make sense, but I think it does. Mm-hmm. She literally just got snapped back to reality. See, it's funny how, like, her and Roland are polar opposites. Where after the bombs drop, Roland becomes insane. Yeah. He, like, lives in this false reality. And the bombs dropping her to cause her to become sane. And she realizes... Like, oh, no, I'm not an insane uh, what sister, like a nun. She's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm just a person. Sister creep. Yeah, sister creep. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I think it's it's interesting with how they're just opposites in that way. Also, like, so sister and Artie, I will say right away, Josh is awesome. Yeah, Josh was dope. I'd argue that scene under Pop's fucking mm-hmm. gas station, whatever. That's the one thing I meant. I, didn't, I couldn't mention it. I had a serious problem. They dug like 60 feet <laughs> out to get out of there. Yeah. And it's like, they just described it as being right beneath the gas station, like I know. five feet. And but then also, know, like, though. humans couldn't dig out of that. Like, they would have just died if they were that deep. But hey, it's I, a minor complaint. I don't really I care. thought it was a great, like, situation. But also, I mean, no, but Sister did say it was a dome, remember? So it wasn't underground necessarily. You remember? But he punches through the dirt. When he gets, I don't know. Because she described it, it was like a plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like a dome. And I actually Googled pictures to see like just how people's interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I did not imagine that at all. I literally thought they were just under the ground. Yeah. That's why I was I was a bit confused, but I thought it was a good situation. Also, Swan's mom dying was pretty crazy. Yeah, I did not expect her. I thought yeah. I didn't. I don't know if I, I didn't care. expect her to die at all, but I was. I didn't expect her to just. Like, die from radiation poisoning right there next yeah. to this one. It was weird. Um, also, that was funny. That was the only thing that made me laugh out loud was when Pawpaw's eyes burst into flames because they didn't look away from the explosion. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> also, they never, ever went back to why he fucking became a... He came back to life for a second and said this. That well, just goes into the supernatural. Element. Yeah. Like, they never explained the ring or the mirror yeah. or that. Just like a vague... I'm yeah. looking at a spirit thing. Yes. I mean, the book is very, not really religious, but it's very spiritual. He talks about God yeah, a lot does. in the book. So you could say it's some sort of 
yeah, like you said, omnipotent presence that is guiding them. It's all vague. Them. Just yeah. like with friends, Scarlet Eye God, he's a vague evil. There's a vague goodness. And yeah, they do talk about the chapel a lot because they associate that with like community. Yeah. Which is another weird. I don't care. It makes sense. It, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, this book um, was written in a much more religious time. Yeah, the 80s. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I want to jump actually to Roland and the Colonel. Yeah. That was my absolute favorite storyline. I don't know if it was my favorite. I hated Roland. Yeah, it was I so... Like, I mean, I, it, it, was, it is such a good story because... It was written you, so well. You, yeah, they're written like you really hate I do, people. yeah. They were but disgusting. at the same time, you want them to succeed because you know them. It's like... Like when they go to the the um, Salt Lake and they're in the community keeping them out, I'm like, fuck these people. Go in there and kill them. That is like, true. <laughs> uh, you, were, you were wording it. I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, but it does make sense because like... You hate them, but whatever they're doing at the time, like obviously, when Roland was getting, yeah, I wanted to kill him. But I, I, wanted to get I, was like, <laughs> so, I was like, he's gonna get raped, and then the colonel's gonna find out, be mad, and kill him. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I hated the colonel more than Roland. Um, I don't want to jump too far, but no, the, no, no. I, I mostly agree with you, but of course, the colonel gets <coughs> redeemed at the end. Where Roland yeah. doesn't. Roland turns out to be the true evil. It's weird, but also, like, it's kind of unfair. Killed his parents. Roland. Yeah, but you know, that's the thing about Roland. <laughs> the big the big scene that kind of starts everything yeah. was that hacking scene into... But is it... Is it just... You know, you could argue that Roland was already a freaking psycho and a weirdo. He, like, pretended like he was shooting his parents in the yeah. head in their RV. Yeah. But... Yeah, it might have broke him a little more. And at that point, like he said, it was no longer life, which is so haunting. Yeah. It was a game. He was now the night's game. I was like, oh my God. Like, it was a true, like, you know, a mental yeah, break. A psychotic break. And he so, just accepted that as reality. He would really, it talks about it in the book, he would suppress what he knew to be the truth. And he's like, I remember seeing these people, he's like, I don't think about their faces anymore. Yeah, there's like vague, vague and, darkness. Yeah. Oh, he thought he recognized the voice, but it yeah. was from people from a time before he can't remember. I was like, yeah. it's like three hours ago. Bro. Yeah, it was, a, it was great, though. I don't know. I, I guess I would argue because you could argue that Roland was a kid, had a mental break, true trauma. Mm -hmm. Macklin was aware. But he, he also went through trauma. That's why the yeah. Shadow Soldier existed. It came, it's like the he persona was. of who he used to be when he had to, well, he didn't have to, he just. Decided to kill his squad when he was in a hole in Vietnam. Yeah, some dirty rice or whatever. Yeah. That was crazy, too. Uh, I was kind of confused at first, but... but... Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed that, too. Um, who else am I missing? Am I missing something? I think that's all. I mean, the, the president. The arcs. But... Yeah. He has a scene at the beginning and the end. So. I didn't like the president that much. Yeah, me neither. I liked him at the beginning, but I didn't like him as God. I did not expect him to be God at all. I and, knew... Oh. You didn't know? Until... As soon as they said the black case and the silver key, I was like, oh, that's... I didn't think about it until um, he came down and slapped him, <clears throat> and they were describing him, I was like, oh, shit, it's the fucking president. <laughs> that's the president! <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh my god, that's an interesting tie-in. I don't really care about the rest, personally. It was just like a... After that, it was a classic, uh, you know, oh, get to the, get to the key, get to yeah. the... Um, Maybe we jump to the end, but <laughs> there's a few other things I guess we can talk about before we get to the end. Well, I want to say um, I don't like I said we don't want to recap the story, but a few big yeah points. the big the big points. I mean, I want to yeah. So Swan and Josh were a beautiful dynamic. Mm -hmm. I love Swan as a character, very basic, but it's still like it was awesome. And the way oh duh, job mass job mass whatever. Oh yeah, that was awesome. I mean, it was so cool that like it was so cool how it stayed true to the story like it was gross and disgusting but like uh described as like their the scars and like growths on their face burst open and their true face was revealed like the face of the uh, soul it's yeah it, what how the well, i don't even remember the woman's name yeah that described the lady they met everyone has two faces. faces yeah two faces the Face you show the world, and then your child's face that is inside your soul's face. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a really interesting way of doing it. It was really cool. To, and I was like, so looking forward to each person's jobs mask. I was like, yeah. oh my god, what are they? 
gonna be. It kind of. I kind of wish there would have been more people with jobs for us, because it's just like the good Main characters <laughs> become like handsome Squidward, yeah. and the bad guys become like these distorted monsters. Yeah, like lizards. I couldn't really imagine Roland's. I just imagine like yellow craters on his face. Yeah, I said like his face was shifted, like yeah, off center. Correct. Also, you could put a picture of the Jobs Masters or online. Oh, really? That shows it like exactly how you'd imagine it. Um, but I thought the uh, the time skip was weird. I didn't expect the time skip at all. Yeah, I didn't think we both didn't expect it. I didn't, I wasn't mad at it. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I thought it was done okay. I feel like it was, gave no depth to what happened at all. Yeah. It was seven of, years and yeah. sister and Paul were just still like <laughs> yeah. kind of walking around. Like, what did yeah. you do? For I guess I just needed it because like, okay, Roland can't be this commander if he's 11 years old. And Swan right? can't be like a saver yeah. if she's a little, well, it would have made sense. Swan could have been fine, but yeah, Roland <coughs> like, you can't be out here gutting people at 13 years old. I'm That's actually going to... A little stronger. I'm going to rush to, like, I'd argue... Well, along with Josh calling Swan his daughter, that was really cute. Yeah, that moment. was a really nice touch. Yeah. The best moment in the book for me was Roland and Mac Macklin. When he goes in, as you know, and he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm oh, going to realize. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck, what did he say? He said, well, I don't, I don't know what part you're bringing up, but he was like... Uh, oh fuck no, I can't say. But I don't like, know the exact. Like, I want his exact wording. He's like, everyone answers to you, but you answer to me. Yes, and yes. Like, and he was like, I was like, damn, that line was hard. Yeah. He was like, oh, what did he say? He's like, um, we do this and that because of me. This yeah. and that because of me. He's he was like, just talking about all the ways. He was like, we would still be dirt works right now if yeah. I wouldn't have killed whatever the rapist name was. And, and then, dude, at the end, he's like, you can't talk me to this. And then. <laughs> He's like, hey, we got to go see this site. He's like, I'm on my way. He's like, we yeah. are on our way. And he's like, come on, let's go. I'll let you sit in the passenger seat. I was like, this man just fucking... That was... That was the hard. Colonel turned out to be like... Everything was like a front with him. Like as soon as... Friend, it unraveled, As yeah. soon as friend comes in, he's like a cowering dog. He's still the face of the army because I don't think people want to look up to like... This horrible creature with like shifting faces. Yeah. But... He's he's really like not in charge anymore. Friend and Roland make all the decisions. Yeah, I also thought it was weird how like yeah, Roland became the the guy, and all of a sudden friend, and, and Roland's like, oh yeah, he's the leader. <laughs> like yeah. he's such a little he's the bitch. real king. I gotta listen. I mean, it made to sense for Roland's fantasy because friend doesn't eat or sleep or anything. He's yeah, just he like, a... but I really feel like you could have cut <clears throat> friend out of that part of the story completely, and it would have been funny. I also thought it was like a weird breakaway. I thought his, I thought friends' introductions through the story were weird. Like when uh, the guy came and he was giving away trinkets mm -hmm. and friend was just there. Yeah. And he's like, the, and they the army? <laughs> they don't like announce anything. Like, I feel like if, if sister feels friend's presence, she should be like, everyone stop. Yeah. He is here right now. It was so weird when she was like, I should have. He's going to steal our corn. <laughs> he was like, I should have blew up. Blew up the guy in the wheelchair or in the the red sure. wagon. And, and she was, was like, him. Yeah, she, she was like, she was looking at him like, <laughs> just dude. No one, they didn't. They weren't even mad. They wouldn't even care if she wow. killed the cripple, even if he was real. No, they were like, he's just crazy. Don't yeah. just welcome. What is it? Hey, don't shoot him. But if you do, <laughs> whatever. I thought that was a. I thought Josh is like, gave me huge like um. It vibes when he got pulled down into like yeah. underneath the fucking church or something. It's weird that he just let him go. But yeah, I thought that was a weird I thought Josh part was about of the to story. Die. I was yeah. like, oh, he's fuck. I didn't like that that much. It was really weird. His friend's first like coming out with sister was awesome. Where he pulls the shrapnel from his oh, knee and, and kills the the Mexican lady and the uh, <clears throat> the other girl. The other yeah. girl. That was wild. I, yeah. Obviously, I didn't expect. That. I didn't. Yeah. Because you don't know that he can do that. Yeah, that and I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, she just hits him in the head. And then... Did you find the book a bit racist? Why? <laughs> I was getting some a little bit of racist vibes. Like, who? Well, at first, you know, the <coughs> uh, colonel puts on a Nazi uniform. Oh, And then yeah. they start calling Josh the N-word at the end. Out of nowhere! Dude, that was, okay. No one's been racist the whole story. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was everyone white besides Josh? <laughs> not, not a... Definitely not Robert, but I thought he added a weird twist um, with the Nazis. I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe he just Turner needs was, a uniform. And yeah, maybe Colonel's a Nazi. Yeah. But literally, only the last fifty pages, Friend just starts 
going off on Josh. And I was like, I told Cole, my brother, the exact same thing. I was like, I was like, Cole, they just started calling this man. And I was like, I don't know where it came from. No one else has mentioned this. This big like, man. Like, you'll be a slave. And I was like, like, what's, what's happening? happening? Who is friend? What? This man, <laughs> he's been through here the whole time. He just starts, oh, I was so random. And he said it multiple, every yeah. time he addressed him. We didn't talk about, um, I don't remember his name. Swan's a boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of cool. Went or. He was actually... He really gave cool. me a Peter he Pan was, vibe. He was such a good character, we don't remember his name. <laughs> Peter, Peter Pan vibes, though. Like yeah, a little... Peter Pan was a great... I, I, I was like, as soon as he did that thing where, like, <clears throat> he kissed Swan while she was sleeping, she was... I, I really thought... Well, there's so many nice little touches in this book. One of the best ones is, like, he wanted to touch her face... But he felt that his hands were too dirty. He's yeah. like, he's like, I don't, I'm not worthy to touch this beautiful person. I was like, so nice. And, and you know, they do that again with the colonel, where he dreams of Swan, and then he wakes up and he hates how he looks and how he smells. Yeah. He's like, I am disgusting. That was, that was pretty cool. And yeah, I just loved how they like. I did not expect it at all, but I knew they were gonna do it in some way with Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what Jaws masks were. Yeah, how they that were really surprised me. Right after the time jump, and it's like Swan can barely see because yeah. his throat's on her head. I was like, "What happened?" I was like, it's so random. I imagine the story just ending with her yeah. still being given life, whatever. But yeah, when they made her like beautiful and crimson hair, I was like, "Okay, now she's like a literal goddess like, of uh, life." Ugolion from Black Clover. Who? Oh, he's a fire wizard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can't really imagine her. There really isn't that much art online, unfortunately. I mean, it's a pretty old story, so... Yeah, also, I feel like they didn't give enough time to his sister and Josh. Like, obviously, they had beautiful souls, but all they said was, um, when the guy came into town, he was, like, a nice, stocky woman with a beautiful, handsome face. Yeah, like, well, I oh, like that okay. he mentioned, he's like, her face is beautiful, but her eyes look old, because her yeah. eyes were never covered by the job mask, so they never got, like, refreshed. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Factory reset. <laughs> and when Josh? Yeah, he was just... The most handsome man I've second, ever seen. Second most handsome behind my boy, Peter Pan. Did she say that? Yeah. She didn't say Peter Pan, but yeah. she said his real name. Yeah, because he was like, sister said it right away. Where he was like, he was dirty, this and that. He had stuff in his hair, but mm. he had the jaw of a man like yeah. Yeah, that's been through whatever. That was interesting, too. He was leaving um, these orphans in their little cave. <laughs> yeah, so the ending, I just felt like it just kind of happened. Like It was just a very like lukewarm ending. It was. It didn't blow my mind. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Um, I don't have anything to say about it. I just personally was expecting something huge to happen. I think there's a huge plot hole. There's no way you can cancel the nuclear sequence by telling it to wait. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like it would have been like, what is it? What is the exact wording? It's like waiting for further instruction or whatever. And I feel like it would do that a few times and then resume the countdown. It could just keep going over and over. Yeah, but <coughs> I feel like to disarm a nuclear Don't sequence... Don't get into semantics. I know, I know, war. I know, but to disarm a nuclear bomb, I feel like it wouldn't have such an easy loophole where you just say amen and it's like... Also... Waiting forever. I felt like killing sister... I felt like they just need to kill someone just to do it, which is fine, whatever. I just no, don't feel like it was necessary. I think it was fine. Her story was finished. Yeah. And then her boy died. Oh. Yeah, and then I thought it was—I thought the moment after it was beautiful with the sun coming up. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was that was like Red Dead Redemption, where they bring him to the top of the mountain. And well, it's literally the same ending. They bring oh. him to the top of the mountain, and they look at the sun. Yeah, and it's just yeah, that was beautiful. She was like, Josh was like, um, okay, we need to get you help. She's like, no, I just want to look at yeah, the sun. Yeah, I just want to look at the sun. It was—I thought it was beautiful. I just—I yeah. didn't entirely agree with the whole like weird ending where they're fighting for the the box and the stuff it was whatever I, was, you know, I did like that um <coughs> it says earlier we forgot to mention sheila at all but oh whatever. shit then maybe but anyway she said she saw the same small spark of red light in the colonel that she did sheila that symbolizes there's still a little bit of good left in him yeah and ultimately he with his dying breath he kills roland and stops him from Ending the world, basically. Yeah, that was that was interesting to give Mac on that. Um, Roland, yeah, true to the end, just crazy. Well, um, he had is interesting because 
in the middle of the story, I didn't find him particularly evil. Like, obviously, he tortured people. He's a sick little freak. But, <laughs> but he wasn't, like, actively evil, you know? I know. I felt like he was, like, holding Macklin back. Like, he always, like, the colonel always wanted to kill, 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 dominate. Yeah. And Ron's like, hey, let's yeah. just, like, slow this down, do this and that. Yeah, he seemed like a more rational. But I think it was more methodical. Unless, yeah. right? I think it was, like, yeah. I mean, he, probably he had a better that. way of killing them. Yeah. Um, just kill them slow. I thought the dirt war thing, that to go back a bit, that was fucking weird. Yeah. It was so random. I was yeah. like, why are they in the fucking ground? <laughs> what? And I hated, I'm not, not going to say hate it, actually. I didn't like how he only gave it like a month. So you tell me a month after nuclear war and all this happening, yeah. they're now living in dirt and biting at people's ankles all of a sudden. We digress that much. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I was like, yeah. I mean, obviously. It should have been like. Eight, like six to eight months, like, okay, they were struggling. It's been a month, Obviously, man. it has to be of the timeline. I don't think you can... I mean, obviously, it takes, like, 3,000 years for nuclear radiation to wear off. But I don't think you can go outside for at least a year without just dying from radiation yeah. poisoning. Well, so, they did address that, I guess, but some people did. Some people did, but I think it would have been so harsh, you just fucked. Like, you can't go out at all. Yeah. But... Yeah, Dirt War was weird. Um, we'll talk about Sheila really briefly because I think her best scene is when uh, that whole sequence with the Dirt Warts and then going into camp where her... What was her friend called? Oh, shit. We didn't even talk about the baby. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to the baby. But yeah. Her <coughs> friend, uh, Roland, kills him, slices his throat. Yeah, whatever it's fucking... The pimp. Yeah, he's a pimp, which apparently Sheila was really fond of because he dreams of him for like the next yeah. seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this they they earn their place in the camp by smuggling drugs in, and then uh, they're like, "We'll make you a spot," and they just drag this couple out. Um, it starts with an R. I never remember his name. Rowry. Uh, Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, L. Uh, so just more. shotgun butts a baby. Yeah, because the baby was crying. He's like, all right, yeah. stop that baby from crying. I was like, Jesus. That's also, he knows you can't just, baby, stop. Yeah, <laughs> see, that was so wild. That's when I really, that's when I, like, that's the only like, time I stopped. That was like the only like, heartbreaking <laughs> scene was the parents walking away holding the dead baby. And it was like, uh, I think it was either Sheila or Roland was, it was like, from their point of view, it was like, they probably won't survive. They'll be yeah. dead in a day or yeah. whatever. And it's just like, dang. Yeah, that was... They're just like completely broken and just done. They had no life left in them. Right yeah, that. I think um, we're going back, but it's just because we forgot. So that's the Dirt Ward rape scene and the baby was when it truly turned on its head. I was like, God yeah. damn, this is really dark all of a sudden. He all of a sudden, like they started throwing out... That's another weird thing I feel like with Robert where... um. Same thing with calling Josh, all the, that word. Mm -hmm. I feel like he just kind of suddenly changes it, everything with his wording. Or suddenly they're raping now, and suddenly it's really all about that. Yeah. Which I know may just be the evolution of the world, and it's dark now. Men haven't had this and that, but I was like, man, you're really throwing it out all of a sudden. And yeah. Suddenly it's like a big part of the story for, you know, to have some release. You just go back to the end, I guess. Yeah. Um, Swan's. Fire shield never comes into play. Oh yeah, oh, her armor. I think it's like implied because Roland misses her twice trying to shoot her in the head. Maybe it kind of moves the bullets or something. Really? I don't think so. I think it's just. I, 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 I was like that. My. I think way. it's impli uh, like implied. Just in aura. I think it's implied for after. I think it's just to set it up that like she has the power. I, it yeah. is weird they didn't use it in some big action scene. Friend just leaves. Yeah. And now it's like oh. I mean, they do hint at it. Oh, he may, he will come back one day. I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they gave him her kids and this and that, which was fine. Um, it was a fine, nice little ending. I am glad that it was a happier ending instead of like some like weird. Well, it's, sister, it is like a. It's kind of dark where they're like, a sister says she's like work as much as you can because eventually the summer will end and the winter mm. will come back. So it's implying. There are more dark times ahead, but they're, you know, assumingly better prepared now. Yeah, it's literally just, it's basically saying, like, they will make it, and they'll make mm -hmm. some type of community, but it won't be easy. Which is a nice, like, open-ended, like, it's still hard. It's not like a huge happy ending, but... Yeah. 
Yeah. They, they met the Russians at the very end. Oh yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Really. <laughs> that's the, I guess that's why they kept the glass piece so they could communicate. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's a universal translator. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's about yeah, I don't even everything. Um, I was trying to think if I wanted to mention any other characters. I don't really think so. I liked um, the old man with the orchard. And his wife, that was insane. That wasn't actually his wife. Yeah. That was interesting. interesting. Um, oh, shit. Um, the freaking uh, psych ward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a uh, big scene. That was such a weird... Uh, prince. I don't, know, I don't know his name. King. <coughs> I mean, he's a prince. I, that's um, another thing I want to mention. All the characters are immediately <coughs> given something interesting about them to help you remember them. All the ones that you needed to remember. Yeah, oh, and now I can't remember it, of course. <laughs> but... Um, Dude, that was straight out like a all hail prince. You're not gonna remember. I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was straight... Alvin, Alvin Mangrum, Ingram, Mangrum, Mangrum, Alvin Mangrum. It was straight out of like a zombie land. Yeah, it was, was a very weird. Like a scene mall scene. Was <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> but, but it was cool that he comes back. Yeah, and he's kind of you know he's like he's evil. Like, he's a I like the way he died. Where he's like, Paul kills him. And yeah. he's like, I don't even know who that was. That was funny. That was <laughs> yeah. funny. I'm glad they didn't just leave Paul. I knew they couldn't just leave him to die. Like, not yeah. tell him anything. But, like, at least he went out. And yeah. he's like, I'm real tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm Killed like, his dwarf, too. Yeah. Shoved an axe through him. Hell, yeah. I love how much... Well, Josh was, like, a gentle giant. Because they didn't have any action scenes where he was, like, overwhelmingly powerful. Which I wish they would have had more of. Yeah, but, no, just, but people just generally didn't mess with him because yeah. he was so big. <clears throat> I mean, he fights friend and basically wins, which yeah. they're like... He's already he's weak. Pro- yeah, but friend is like... Friend was picking up bodies and yanking them across yeah. the field. Friend is super strong. He has such weird levels of strength, though, yeah. like he said. Was, I don't know. It, didn't make, it doesn't vague, matter. Vague evil. It yeah. was just implied. Yeah, um, yeah I, mean, I really had more to say. It was, like we said, it's a simple story. Everything was in your face. And it kind of said it all. There's no, like, theories, I feel like. It's mm. just... I feel like if I ever see a nice, <clears throat> nice hardcover special edition or something of this book, I'll buy it just to have. Yeah. Because we're both right on Kindle Unlimited, so we don't even own it in any sense. But it's such a good book. I feel like if I ever see it at, like, a book, used bookstore, maybe Barnes & Nobles or something, I, won't, I don't really want a paperback, but if I see that nice edition, I might pick it up. I feel that. Just to have it. Yeah, I feel that. I wish they had more art. I really want to see how people uh, kind of look at the world. Yeah. Definitely plug that Jaws mask thing. Uh, I'll send it to you. It looks super accurate, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Um, next month, reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Only in the first book. I got all five because this whole edition was like $5. Yeah, anyway, so... You don't have to buy the Ultimate Edition. I just bought it because it was super cheap, but... We're reading the first Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book. Should be very fun getting to some parts. Bro, we're taking like a 180. We're going from like this long, depressing story to a short, lighthearted sci-fi. Yeah, it'll be fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to Is this to, your like, first break. comedy book? Yes. Have you read? Yeah. Have you read other comedy books? Yeah. Um, Super Mega Saves the Troops, the Bobaverse, oh, Project Hail Mary. I forgot Bobaverse. I think this one is more comedy forward. Like those other ones have comedy in them. <laughs> well, Super Mega Saves the Troops is pure comedy, but that's like a funny yeah. little book. It's not sci-fi, but this one is comedy first, sci-fi second. I'm assuming. Whereas those other books, comedy is just there. Yeah, you know? it's definitely driven by comedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've literally definitely... heard every almost every line in the book ends with a joke. So. Oh, I don't know how I like it. Um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, y'all probably read it by now or watched it, but if not, you know, definitely tune in, read it with us. It'll be fun. It won't be as much of a homework assignment this month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be I really think, easy. I think it's like 170, 180. Yeah, 170, 180. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really, that's really all. Y'all definitely check out everything. Please look at the TikTok. <laughs> I'm just gonna be begging and begging for <laughs> please. Want, want TikTok views <laughs> and our YouTube. Um, Stop looking at April and watch our other videos. Yeah. 
watch the Christmas special. I know it's kind of late now. This is a weird way to promote videos. Just get angry. <laughs> Please. <laughs> can't them. feed our families. Uh, yeah, if you're seriously, if you're watching this and you haven't seen the Christmas special, it's pretty funny to see us being goofy and being bad at acting. So yeah, check it out. Um, we also reviewed two books in it. So oh yeah, that too. If you if you've read Recursion by Blake Crouch or Vampire Diaries, uh, Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah, if you read that one, let me know how it is. <laughs> Still haven't finished it. Huh? Yeah, uh, that's all for this month. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Yeah. Uh, you want me to do the outro for this one? Yeah, go ahead. The last one. Thank you for watching. Um, wherever you are listening, appreciate it, young blood. Don't forget to pause and 